Good morning, family in Klang, Agra, and KK. Shalom and greetings once again. I'm Pastor Lucy from KK High Point Life Campus. Now, I'm indeed so grateful to God and Pastor Stephen for giving me this chance to share this morning. Well, I'm excited. Today is seven days countdown to Christmas. I'm sure some of you could have received some gifts from your loved ones or friends or whoever. Uh, as for me, yes, I've got one. And I'm sure some of you haven't got anything as yet, right? But it doesn't matter because you know why I've got good news for you. Everyone, you and me, every one of us is going to receive a gift by spatial delivery for Christmas. Now, uh, this is going to be the topic I'm going to share. It's going to be your gift by Christmas delivery. Let's come to God in prayer. Father, I truly thank you for your wonderful gift of our dear Lord Jesus Christ during this Christmas. Father, thank you for reminding me of your love and thank you for your saving grace for all of us. This morning, Lord, as I come humbly before you, I ask, O oh Lord, that you will use me, Lord, to deliver your message to your children as we silent our ear, open our hearts, Father, to your word. In all this, I thank you. I ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm sure all of you, you know, were wandering away, smiling away. What is this Pastor Lucy talking about? You know, the, um, you know, this gift that we're going to receive for this Christmas. Let's find out more about it, okay? Now, most of us knew the purpose of Christmas being our Father's greatest, priceless and infinite gift given to mankind and which is the best of the very best of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. The best of the very best, the good and perfect gift that the Father has given to all of us. Now the good news didn't stop there. In John 1:12, John told us that to many who receive Jesus, we have the power to become the children to the infinite Father. Isn't that great? So you and I who have received Jesus, you know what I mean, into our lives, we are of infinite worth to our infinite Father. That means, that means, uh, that means that we will continue to receive this immeasurable wealth of good and perfect gift from our Father. And that will bring us to our next, to my next uh, point, which is basically the first point is God's infinite gift for you and me is perfect and it's, it's good. All right, in James chapter 1, verse 17, our brother James told us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Now here, I just want to, uh, uh, I mean, clearly, you know, state, state, make this clearly to all of us that he, uh, he have distinctively clearly tell us that the gift we are receiving is good and perfect. Everybody say good and perfect. Good and perfect. And that gift coming down from above is going to be in perfect conditions. It's not damaged. It's not hidden. It is, you know, correct, non-generic. It is authentic and it is real. It is, it is authentic and it's real. Okay? You just need to be a child of God to receive that. And that's not only that. Even Jesus 
assured his disciple in Matthew 7:11. He told him, he told them that if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who asked him? All right, give good things to those who asked him. Now here again, Jesus reassured his disciples. I'm sure of you know that. He reassured them that the Father will give good things to his children. Alright, that is only to those who what? Those bingo who asked him. Those who asked him. So you got to remember that our Father is a great Father. He will never give you sawdust if you ask for bread, okay? He will never do that. So you got to know that God is perfectly a loving Father. He gives you the things that you need, which is good, perfect, which is exactly what you need to suitable to your needs, all right? So let me just share you a short story on Ted's Christmas Bite. All right, Ted's Christmas Bite, you know, uh, happened to be when she was just turned, I think, about three years old. Uh, Ted started to have this dream about a bite that he wanted to have. So what happened here is his dad, you know, uh, knew that he had been asking for a bite. He bought Ted a toy bite with mooing parts. So you know what? And, and the little boy was, you know, so happy when he saw the toy bite and the father actually taught Ted how to play around with the moving parts. Then there, as she get bored as the years go by, the following year, you know, he asked Dad again, Dad, could I have my bite? And you know what? The dad didn't bite him bite. So what did the, the dad bought him? The dad bought him a tricycle, a kid's tricycle. So what happened was that he was so overjoyed when he saw the tricycle and he started pedaling and start learning how to maneuver with the tricycle. And then, never end, it never end, Ted continued asking the dad, Dad, can I have my bite for this Christmas? And dad waited and told, and told uh, Ted that he will have to wait. He will have to wait for the right time to get a bite for him. For him. So what happened here is um, at the age of eight, now, Dad bought, you know, Ted, you know, a kid's bite when he was at the age of eight years old. So when he got that, 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 that kid's bite, he was overjoyed because it is a mini version of the bite that he dreamt of. So what happened was, he was so happily riding, paddling all the way to the beach everywhere. And after one year, the second year, he got so bored with it and he looked at his dad, Dad, could I have a real bite, a bite, I mean, a bite that which I really dream of. Then you know what happened was, the dad waited until when uh, Ted was 12 years old and bought him a bite for Christmas. You see, Ted's story actually reminds us what Jesus told his disciple in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. He tells us this, Ask, and you shall be given, knock, Sorry, sorry, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open. All right, now here Jesus instructed the disciple to ask, to seek, and to knock. Well, there's only three things that you got to do to ask for the things that God wants to give to you ask, seek, and knock. Never stop asking Him, never feel shy 
to ask from our father. But there's one thing that I got to tell you is never bargain with our father because you know why? He knows the best for you. He has the best for you. All right. Now, the only thing is which I want to tell all of you, the good and perfect gifts didn't stop that. It also comes along with supernatural gifts that God wants to give to us. And this supernatural gift is none other than prophetic visions, dreams, and revelations. You see what Acts chapter 2 verse 17 tells all of us. In the last days, it shall be God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. All right, this is the promise of our Father that He will pour out His Spirit on all flesh. That means all the children will receive His Spirit. And this Spirit is supposed to empower us to receive prophetic visions, prophetic dreams, and prophetic revelations from God. Well, you don't need to have a PhD degree, you know, from a seminary. You don't need any title. You don't need any academic qualification in order to receive these prophetic gifts. You just need to be a child of God to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, I just want to tell all of you this. You know, I related this, you know, uh, prophetic dreams in 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 the recent uh, encounter I have with the Lord. Uh, that would happen during my birthday and 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 um, it was truly something very thrilling why because um, I was asking the Lord what is that he wanted to speak to all of us you know for this Christmas and the Lord impressed my heart that you know he wanted to give every one of us something meaningful for this Christmas and I said what is it Lord and you know what the Lord had this you know, visions, this dream that he gave to me early morning on my birthday, on the 5th of December, that was about two weeks ago. So on 5th of December, early morning, I had this very vivid dream that is still so cleared in my mind. What happened was, I, I went to, uh, I went to uh, um, uh, a kedai makan with my two girls. And the two girls came along, we went to this kedai makan, and there was this lady boss who came out to serve us. She was about middle age, I think about 40, 50, and, and, and she sat down and we were talking and I started to evangelize to her. And during the evangelism, I mean, during the time of conversation, she mentioned that she was a born Christian and that I've never attended any church. And also at the same time, she told me she was very interested in the Bible and she was looking for a tutor, a tutor to help her to understand the Bible more. At that moment, well, I, I jumped at the chance. I told her that I'll be more than happy to be a tutor. And then there, of course, uh, 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 right there, the phone rang, you know, the phone rang and she was answering the phone of a, a, a client who asked for a receipt for a purchase of four turtles. So um, well, after that phone call, he, he hang up the phone and she hang up the phone and she asked me, uh, uh, could I get a receipt from you? It is so funny, isn't it? She asking a receipt from me, but I gave her a receipt. I gave her a receipt, all right? And, and after that, I left. When I went home, I came back to my house. I opened my 
my front door and in my living room there was a tub filled with water and I was wondering, I was truly wondering what was that? So I went over and have a look at the tub and I saw four live turtles swimming happily in the tub and I was so shocked to see the four turtles. And when I look at the turtles, you know, I, I quickly jump in to the tub and I start playing with the turtle. One of it came out, you know, I mean, it dropped out and Sarah took hold of one turtle and gave it to me and said, Mom, your turtle. Now that was my dream and I woke up after that. Now that was a real prophetic revelations that God has given to me in my dream. Um, what happened here is I related that incident of the four turtle was the greatest gift that I received from the Lord. And that is, you know, that, that, that you know, uh, turtles actually represents, resembles long life, you know, long life. And, and, you know, the Lord, our Father tells me that I'm going to have long, 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 long life. And I was like saying, oh, oh dear, one turtle can live up to 200 to 1,000 years. And I said, Lord, you must be joking with me. Maybe perhaps 200, 600 to 1,000 years. Wow, that is really, really, you know, is really mind-blowing for me. Then, you know what, at that moment, I realized that God actually gave me a prophetic revelation that my life given to me, a blessed long life, will come along with a package of four things I need to do for the Lord. One is to go into the marketplace. Two is evangelize for Him. Three is discipling believers. And the fourth thing is to give, is to give to the kingdom of God. Now, you see, the thing is, this boarding comes hand in hand. And um, as I was sharing this to my family, Farah was just telling me, he said, Mom, uh, uh, you know, discipling believers is not really, you know, your cup of tea. And that was really true. I've never been fond of discipling. But you know what? But I believe that God has a reason why he allowed me to, 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 to receive these, these revelations from him. You see, the thing is, I want to share with you is another vision from the Bible that uh, uh, Apostle Paul that has got is uh, found in Acts uh, chapter 18, verse 9. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, so it was a prophetic vision. The Lord tells Paul, told Paul not to be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent for I'm with you and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in the city who are my people. Hallelujah. You see that God spoke to Paul in a vision. That was exactly when Paul was about to make a move to leave Corinth. Uh, he was about to make a move to leave Corinth. All right, so what happened here is um, uh, when he caught this vision, uh, uh, the reason why he wants to live was because he had a weakness which is a thorn in the flesh and that is his pride. God is dealing with his pride so God just 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 ensured that he doesn't get out of Corinth but he had to stay put in Corinth to stay to, to, to deal with his weakness all right and there and there the Lord promised him that he is with him not to be afraid he is with him. 
He asked him, don't keep silent, continue to do the things that I'm telling you to do. So you see, the thing is, the Lord promised to protect him from harm, from any danger that is coming ahead of him. You see, that was truly something, isn't it? So let's look at another example in the Bible, which comes to prophetic revelations. Let's look at Elijah. Elijah's prophetic revelation found in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1. Now Elijah the Tisbite of Tisbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain this years except by my word. Alright, Elijah's prediction of the drought have caused Elijah to be on total reliance on God. Now you see that what happened is when he had predicted that, straight away God brought him to a stream. And then in a stream, in a small stream, he was able to drink water. And at the same time, God provided him with food from the ravens. Uh, that was really truly something. I don't know how, but I'm sure Elijah didn't speak to the raven. I'm sure he couldn't communicate with the ravens. But how could the ravens just come over and drop the food to him? This is really amazing, right? Somehow, it didn't stop there. So when the brook, when the streams got dried up, you know, the Lord, the God, our Father, actually brought him to another place called Jerapheth. In Jerapheth, here, she, he actually, um, uh, I mean, uh, Elijah actually uh, met a woman, a widow, who was actually out there picking up sticks to make the last meal for herself and a son. Because that's all he has left during the drought. So, you know that moment, Elijah just stopped him, stopped her and told her, uh, give me a water and give me a morsel of bread. Well, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, if it is not God, if it is not our father, how would a widow, you know, with a very right common sense, give away, you know, the last, you know, last meal that she had for herself and the son. But you know what happened? Elijah promised, say the word to her that the Lord will give her enough of oil and enough of flour to last her throughout the drought season. And that was truly amazing with it. Now, true enough that it happened, and, and it's, it's true enough that Elijah was feeding on the flour, I mean, in the bread and all this flour and the oil throughout the season of the drought. And again, you see another miracle after that is the son fell ill and was breathless, you know, and you know what? God somehow used Elijah to bring this son back to life, all right? You know, what Elijah did was he said the right thing. He predicted the right thing, and then he do the right thing. He did the right thing. He followed God's instruction. He do anything that the Lord has commanded him to do. And then you know what? At the right time that God wanted things, wanted things to be done. Um, you see, what happened is that I couldn't speak so well today is because I have lost my tooth, you know, one and a half months. So I, I had a little bit issue in, you know, you know, in speaking and even in, you know, using words and so on. But mind me, excuse me, all right? Now, um, let's come back to, to the, uh, 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 the message that we're receiving here. Now, I am sure 
some of us here, you know, the COVID time and the MCO has caused a lot of us, you know, a lot of dry times, a lot of us in doubt, a lot of us going through a drought season in their life, as well as spiritual wilderness, okay? Be it a, a drought in your life and a wilderness, then you know what happened is, do you know that our Father had promised you good and perfect gifts? Do you know that the Father is here to tell you not to be afraid? Do you know that the Father is to tell you now, even if you have the last resources you have, the Lord is telling you He has more than enough to supply to you through the drought season. Now, I just want to say here is, be it finances, be it your church, be it the family, be it your business, and be it your terminal diseases. Nothing is too big for our God, and nothing is impossible with Him. And that I want to tell all of you is, indeed, our God has everything planned out, even for Paul, even for Elijah. You see that the whole episode in their life, there is a time, there is a season for everything to happen. So God's perfect timing and right timing is always, is always a question, is always a question, is always a testing time for all of us. Okay, now I just want to say here is, now in Psalms chapter 37, uh, verse 7, King David tells all of us, you know, reminded us to be still before the Lord. Actually, the word be still, before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. I think in the Bible it was repeated about 89 times or even more, right? And the Lord keep telling us this, fret not yourself over the one who prosper in his way, over the man who carry out evil devices. You see, the thing is, the Lord here tells us is to ask us to keep still, don't complain, don't demand. And he asks us to keep waiting for him, keep asking him for signs, for steps, for, 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 for openings so that you can see him properly. And then the Lord tells us this, don't ever get anxious. Don't ever compare yourself with other brothers and sisters who has received something which you have not got. Because the Lord is giving you something which is good and perfect. And the other thing is that don't even get worried, even if your enemies are flaunting, you know, their plans to attack you against you. Don't even worry about it. You know why? Because God tells you that at His right time, He will deliver you. So just like Elijah, I want to tell all of you this. Let's or ask the right thing. Do the right thing at God's right time. Okay? To end with, I want to tell all of you that if you have passed all this, if you have known what I'm trying to uh, tell all of you, then you all are ready to receive your gift by spatial delivery from our Lord. It is indeed my greatest satisfaction that everyone in High Point Life will receive a gift by spatial delivery from our Father. So. As the countdown begins today, seven days, be ready to receive a surprise from the Lord, okay? Ask Him, you will receive it. Now, and also for those 
who have not received this priceless and infinite gift that God our Father has given to mankind. I would very much, you know, uh, encourage you to make this morning a special Christmas with Him. Because Christmas isn't Christmas if you don't have Jesus in your heart.